Hello, hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to episode 88 of the Hardly Millennial Podcast, where we are young, dumb, and full of opinions. Oh, shit. Lots and lots of opinions. Oh, man. Did you hear that, guys? Did you hear those two lovely voices? That's Justin Lunsford at your oh, service. Justin Lunsford. Way to jump the gun there, bro. Jeez. <laughs> Got a little crazy. Ooh. Matthew Lynn, what's up? It was time for the world to know. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad you were able to do that for us. Mm-hmm. So uh, to get started today, Justin was about to tell us this story about this gentleman he's speaking with in Kenya right now. And just a little context, I told Justin about this website that I used to frequent uh, to uh, learn uh, Russian at the time when I was trying to learn Russian called interpals.net. And it's meant as like a language learning slash like pen pal thing. That's cool. It's like, so it's like a Facebook, but specifically for that. So it's very international and you put down like where you're from, what languages, you know, that kind of thing. And so I told Justin about this recently and he set up an account and he's been talking with people. And apparently now he's uh, speaking with somebody from Kenya. Justin, tell us about that. All right. So I joined this forum because I wanted to make friends around the world. I was just interested in culture in general. Um, and also because as I, you know, begin to travel more, I would like to have people to stay with and to show me around and, and whatever. But a lot of the time, there are a lot of countries that you don't necessarily imagine, oh, they're looking for pen pals, right? So I expected to hear a lot of people from like Eastern Europe or Southeast Asia, some South America. But strangely enough, there's a lot of people from Africa that are actually really anxious to know how we live here in the United States and Mm -hmm. what life must be like. And they ask really cool, interesting questions like uh, um, in Kenya, they go by shillings, like the old school uh, British currency. Yeah. That's cool. And there's a hundred shillings to a dollar. So... Their dollar is like our penny. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 100 shillings to a dollar. So um, he was asking me, how much does, you know, 100 shillings buy you in America? And we we're talking. And they ca- it's funny. You learn about different ways that they, that they uh, you know, different words. Like we say gas or gasoline. They say petrol. Uh-huh. So I like to introduce myself and let them know almost immediately that I'm gay, which it's funny because I don't do that in real life. You kind of have to do that when you're dealing with Well, yes, just so they can realize, you know, right away. I mean, if it's going to be a problem, you have no attachment. You don't even know what their faces look like immediately. So later, you know. But anyhow, uh, so this one particular guy, his name... I shouldn't say his name. Yeah, I would That's so funny. (laughs) Okay, no, I won't do that. So he's from Kenya. And, you know, he's, he's pretty fascinating. And uh, he just now, after talking about a whole bunch of different things, what it's like living in the desert and whatever, he says, Justin, tell me about gay. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, this is fresh I off wonder, the boat. Now, legitimately, I wonder if in his country, if there's like knowledge about gay. Like, I wonder if he's really asking. Maybe he doesn't know. Yeah. No, I, I do think he's really asking. I think yeah. he's incredibly curious, and there's not a lot of resources around him to really explain what well, it is. Well, because if you are gay where he's from, you certainly can't talk about it. You don't, you don't, you're not very open about that. Right. It's technically illegal. In Kenya, so, it is. In, in Kenya. Kenya. Yeah. Okay. Technically, yes. Okay. Interesting. So, anyhow, I said, what would you like to know? 
And he says, example, you, comma, always a lot of broken English, by the way. Uh-huh. I heard there is a man and a woman in gay, right? And uh, so I was, I was trying to explain this to you. And then we got ready to, uh, you know, start this podcast. Um, he thought, you know, I was taking a long response. And he said, you don't want to talk about it, I guess. So I said, no, I do. Just a moment. He said, okay. And now here we are. Oh, oh so interesting. In you're in the, the middle of it. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and text him back right now, and we'll just see how this goes. Please do. Yeah, while, while very you're doing, interesting. We're getting live action here. Yeah. While you're doing that, I'll tell some stories I had from Inner uh, Palace. Real quick, about, though, about the – there's there's boy and girl. In, gay, that must mean that, like, like lesbians and – Yeah, like a femme and a Oh, a oh within the asking. two men, one is a man oh, and one is a woman. Oh, is asking Like there's woman gay and, and boy yeah. gay. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Interesting. Well, then I'm I gonna, don't know. I'm, let me clarify that. Talks amongst yourselves. Okay. And... Okay. So when I was on this website, like I said, I was specifically looking for people that were going to help me learn Russian at the time. Okay. But you have your profile open to anybody. I had no idea you were interested in Russian. Oh yeah, uh, uh, it was uh, like uh, eight months before I moved to Los Angeles. I was heavily into it. Really, I, I know I can actually read it pretty well. Totally different characters in the alphabet than very, English. Very different, but it's easier. So the reason with like Russian, so there's 33 letters in the Russian alphabet, but like how the English alphabet, like the letter A, right, can say can make three different sounds: A, A. Ah uh, or ah, uh, right? right? Right. Well, in Russia or in Russian, all the letters for the most part make one single sound. Oh. Period. So can you literally sound things out? Yes. Like pretty I, easily. I know the alphabet enough oh, now so I can sound it out. And okay. The best way to learn an alphabet for a new language, and I'm serious about this, is you go onto YouTube. And at least for some more of the like European esque kind of countries, or you know, just okay. more like you probably don't find this in Africa, right? But like you find the Sesame Street for oh, do that do country. other countries have that? They have a version of it, of yeah. Sesame Mupp- Street, Muppets How and everything. Funny, and you literally watch that. I found there was a clip from a Russian uh, Sesame Street episode <gasps> oh, where they, God, were, that's they were teaching the alphabet with blocks, and then they had the song uh-huh. that went with it. So I literally had the song. I had flashcards I made myself. And as they were singing the song, I was going through and just memorizing the hilarious. different letters. Sesame Street is the shit, man. Mm-hmm. That's how I learned. Yeah, it was great. I, I was able to learn the alphabet in a night. <laughs> and then I spent weeks just getting the uh, Russian uh, alphabet memorized. And then I just started learning little words here and there and how so to were, say it. Were you ever able to make any friends that you could talk to in even loose or broken Russian? Yeah. Uh, through this through this uh, app? Yes. Absolutely. Oh, that's really um, cool, man. Yeah, it, it was. And even at one point, because I took like four years of Spanish when I was in high school, uh-huh. I had even put like Spanish on there. And I would have people from like Mexico or Spain message me and they would message me in full Spanish. And because that one I've retained a little more than like Russian, I would really try to respond to them the best I could in like Spanish. And I was actually really shocked about how much I retained yeah. from like four years of Spanish. I was like, oh, I know what this is. I know what this means. I mean, a lot of the like correct conjugate, conjugate, conjugate. Conjugations. Conjugations, I was like unsure about, but like as far as like at least being able to write in a way to where somebody read it, they could be like, oh, okay, that's what he's trying to say. Right. I could do that. But yeah, I really like Russia. I'd like to learn Russian one day fully. Huh. 
but it's uh it's a very hard language to learn if you're an english native speaker yeah just totally a lot different of different english. roles yeah well it's like like how like spanish and french for example kind of have uh they're similar in the sense to where, you know, there's there's certain words you say for like I, you know, it's like yes. yo. They're and, both they're both Latin based. Yeah, Latin based. Whereas like Russian is I don't know what the like genre is of language, but like they work off of cases, which I was telling you about the other day, Matthew. Right. Where like you can structure a sentence any way you want, as long as the ending to certain words like follow the correct case, then it makes sense when you speak it. Right. So you have to memorize six of those in the Russian language. And then on top of memorizing those six, they have different endings uh, for like past, present and future that change it even more. So it's like little things like that. But once you have that memorized, it's really just about memorizing words. But So I'm I'm curious, Justin, does your friend know that what a podcast is? Um, don't don't bother asking him. It's only gonna confuse him. But do you think he knows yeah. what a podcast is? I don't you know what? Um he told me that he never had access to the internet until he got a phone. Which I'm assuming would be recently. I do not know. I mean, maybe he never had a computer in the home or anything like that because it's very poor over there. Um, but yeah, he if he has found his way to a podcast like on YouTube or something, maybe. But I'm not going to ask him because I wouldn't. I wouldn't. But yeah. it'd be it'd be funny to just tell him, hey, mm-hmm. you're on a podcast. Oh, but <laughs> what I was. Um... So I had experience as far as like getting the questions about the gay stuff is concerned. I had I when you first signed up for this, there were certain countries I told you that I think you should block. Remember? Right. And that was because when I was on Interpals, I would have people specifically from countries in the Middle East, like Turkey or Pakistan, or two I got ones a lot from, and it'd be it'd usually be a man who would message me. And they would ask, like, oh, like, send me a picture of your penis. Or, or no, 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 not send me a picture. They'd ask, how big is your penis? Like, literally, just, like, flat out. And I would, like, respond and just say, like, you know, I'm sorry, but I, I don't like men. Uh-huh. And I would get these responses back that go, well, I don't like men either. And I'd just be like, okay. okay. So, uh... <laughs> like, where we? But this would constantly happen. So is this just, like, a greeting over there? I, I don't know. One thing that Vince had told me when he was stationed over in Afghanistan, I don't want to speak for him too much, but right. one thing he did tell me was when t- he goes, men have sex over there quite often, but it's not looked at as a gay thing. Like they look at the gay thing as like, oh, when there's there's uh, like a relationship involved. Uh-huh. But otherwise, like Sex is just, just sex like for two them. homies hanging out. Yeah, it's like a dominance thing. Oh, but like, isn't it still against like their religious text? All I'm all I, I'm just speaking from what Vince has told me from being over there. And I've heard that as well, but I've always wondered that. I mean, they seem diehard about their religion, so I just figure that was like against their religion. No, the way Vince made it sound is it's like a dominance and a camaraderie type of like thing. But the second that like, you know, you're but you better not have any feelings about it. Yeah, exactly. But the <laughs> second the it becomes like a an intimate like romantic thing is, then, nope, is you've when gone too it's far. like no, it's too much. That's crazy. okay. Like, so 
Oh, we have an update. Do we, okay, we want an update? Mm-hmm. Let's get an update. Let's c- just catch us up while we're in a lull. So, he said, you don't want to talk about it, I guess. Yeah, I said, no, I do, just a moment. Okay. So then I asked him, so are you asking if men and women can be gay? He said, no, in gay of men to men. I said, ah, okay. Uh, They do not always assume gender roles, but some men who are more masculine prefer feminine men. But oftentimes there are too feminine or too masculine. (laughs) Is he going to understand all that? Um, I honestly, think so. probably, I yeah. think the more think so? I think honestly, the more like matter of fact you are, and less slang you use, the more he'll probably understand. So it. then he <laughs> says, "Okay, is it willingly to become gay?" Which I assume means do you choose. Is it a do you choose? I said, "No, you are born gay." He goes, "No, I'm not." <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> I said, "I didn't say you were. I am saying that you don't choose to be gay." And then he says, "Okay, so there are gays." Who act as women only? I'm assuming he's just asking, so there are men that act like girls. I mean, that's how I would. Wow, it's amazing how like elementary the knowledge is. Yeah, it's like literally like like questions a kid would ask. Yeah, truly. Okay, well, give us a few moments, folks, and we'll have some more updates (laughs) for you. He's replying. He's going to reply back to that. That that is it is interesting when you when you hit those blocks like that where so, all of a sudden you just realize like wow like people just don't know about this kind of stuff. It puts into perspective how much they say like in America you have access to so much more information, so much more things than everywhere mm-hmm. else in the world, yeah. and you think like oh yeah yeah whatever like uh-huh. I get algebra and other people don't get algebra right. No, literally like elementary shit. Yeah, like, like we, we take ti- it all for granted. Tying for your sure. shoes, shapes, the alphabet, like mm-hmm. very things that we literally learn in elementary school. Other countries, you grow up to be an adult and you don't learn it. Yeah. It's, it's quite sad, really. <laughs> well, it just, I don't know, moments like this put it into perspective for me. That, yeah. Wow. But yet, I'm sure that this is a man who's grown up and can do all kinds of shit I can't do. He can probably oh, yeah. build uh, and survive and do all kinds of shit. Well, that's just it. It's always it's always a, a give and take, you know, for yeah. sure. I mean, there are, one of the biggest arguments I think people will make about Western westernized society is how disconnected we are with... You know each other in nature you know whereas like you have these other countries where they might be you know very uninformed when it comes to certain things like this or elementary stuff but you know they can they can build build a well out of digging a hole and using you know tight bamboo things that we would need to go to college and become an engineer to know how to do exactly they just grow up and at like eight years old they're digging they know how to do it yeah yeah it's um it's very interesting. And <laughs> it is. And I'm not wrong in saying most most of the world lives the way that like this man here lives, right? If you put it into like actual percentage of populations, yes. The more more yeah. percentage of humans live with less like this than live like we do. Yeah, I, I would say so. I mean, we're we're the 1% of the I mean, everybody in the US is within the 1% of the world as far as like wealth and education is concerned. Like, I, I, think I those, would think, so. I think, I think that the majority combined. of the world, yeah. I, I'm hesitant to use the word poverty because I uh-huh. don't know what that actual, what the definition officially is of that. Right. But I think most of the world lives on not very much money. No. Well, if you're talking about poverty in a like um, 
proportional sense and absolutely yes. everyone in the US US would think that most of the world lives in poverty. Yeah. Yeah. That's you never really think about that. At least I don't normally think about that. It is weird it is weird cuz like even even big ba- even homeless people here in the US they make would be more than some of these some people, countries. you know, who have a roof over their head in other countries, you know. Yeah. It's it's strange. Which is a testament to the, to the US how powerful <laughs> yeah, we are. It does. Even it our does. poor people are comparatively, <laughs> yeah. you know. Well, this guy asked me, um, not right now, but earlier in our conversation, um, he asked, what is the minimum wage? And I told Did him. You tell him it was $11 going to 12 eleven fifty, <laughs> where we live. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's like the highest. Yeah, and he said, so you're not allowed to pay people less than that? <laughs> yeah. I said no, and he goes, <laughs> you know, uh, that's how much a lot of us work to make in eight hours. Oh, really? Man. Yeah. So to put a couple things in perspective, rent a room, because everyone rents a room, that's just normal. Uh-huh. You don't have a lot of families renting an entire house. Um, is $40 a month. That's how okay. much it would cost to rent okay. a, a room for a month. But you make $10 a day. Yeah, if you're lucky. Wow. Ooh. So he said that it's not <laughs> wow. hard to be successful in his country. It's not hard? Yes, because well, his idea of success is probably a little different. Right. He says, but uh, there's a lot of corruption. That's the best way to make money in Kenya is something very corrupt, a scam. Mm. Uh, I see. How how strange. We're literally the only way to survive is just by like outwitting somebody or you know scamming somebody or hustling. Think of talking to someone, though. Like, all of a mm-hmm. sudden, your phone goes off one day, uh-huh. right? And you're talking to this person from across the world. And you find out that everyone where they live, there's over a million people in just, in just the city they live in, right? Mm-hmm. And every one of those people make an hour what you make in a day. And uh-huh. it's the law. That they, that's the poorest. <laughs> the poorest of those million right. people make what you make in a day in one hour. He must think that we just live in a world of just millionaires. I think that we're all just ballers. So we were talking a little bit about, about that because he asked if I have a car. Uh Uh-huh. You're like, everybody has a car. I said I had a car. Oh my goodness. He just, he just gave us a little more, uh, okay. Finish the car thing. Material. So I told him how much car payments generally are. How much it costs to register a car on average? I said a hundred dollars, yeah. and uh, um, gas and whatever. And he was saying, "So you have to be rich to have a car." And I said, "You don't have to be rich." And then I explained. Oh, he asked, "Is owning a car and buying a car different?" Mm. And I said, no. "No," but he could not understand the concept of credit. He he. That someone will uh, give you something yeah. without Blew the dollars. His mind. That's he how was, this country works. Man. I told yeah. him, yeah, I told him that that you know debt. Everyone is in debt in the U.S. Uh huh. 
you know, and that just he and didn't then in order to the have any validity, you have to put yourself in debt so that you can show that you can handle debt. Right, and that made no sense to him at all. <laughs> he, and wow. especially with the, doesn't make a sense slight, to most of us either. But slight language yeah. barrier. It was just like, no, it's as weird as it sounds, buddy. It, it Truly, really you're is. not missing anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so true though. Like yeah. it's it is weird. You know, it's. I mean, I remember when my parents were first starting to explain like how a credit card worked or how one gained credit, you know, Mm -hmm. because, you know, for the longest time, you know, I was just the person who just had no credit, you know, whatever. I had no credit. And my parents were trying to explain to me that the way to get credit was just as Justin said, you have to borrow money and then pay the money back to prove that you could pay the money back. And I was like, it, I did. I couldn't wrap my head around it because I was like, "But aren't I just the better person to rent to because I don't have to borrow money?" Nope. And my parents were like, "That doesn't matter. It doesn't work that way." <laughs> and I was. I could not wrap my head around that concept. It doesn't for make the a lot of logical time. sense. I don't think I used a credit card until I was like 24. I think that was the first time I ever used or took a credit card for anything. Wow. And I'm just like riddled and fucking dead. (laughs) Shit now. Happens fast, man. Oh, it sure does, man. (laughs) Holy shit. And now, of course, you look back and you're like, stupid. Stupid. You should have done any of that shit. What people should really do is get credit cards and just use it to buy gas. That's what I would say. Just use it to buy gas. You can get gas for free. And just eat Taco just... Bell. You get free gas. <laughs> that was a bad joke. But I appreciate the effort. <laughs> okay, so on a little uh, update. Yes. yes. What's, what's happening? Okay. Where did we leave off? I think we left on him saying, okay, so there are gays who act as women only. Yes. A gay man. I said, some gay men will choose to live their lives as women, but that is because they feel that they were born in the wrong gender. It is very, it is a very small number of gay men that wish that they were women. And then they, he says, okay, so when they do that, it's exchange for money or what? <laughs> he can't imagine that this is, could actually Just be how somebody a is. A lifestyle choice. Yeah, this right. must be like a job or something. So I said, no, exclamation point. Everybody (laughs) wants to have sex or everybody is trying to find love. And he said, I'm trying to put this in the most elementary terms. Right. And he says, hmm, but some are using to get money. (laughs) 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 Right. I guess that, but but you're paying them, right? (laughs) Like that $11 an hour is going somewhere, right? (laughs) It must just be a mystical world to him, dude. Yeah, that's why I love this kind of shit, okay? And I said, payment can happen for any kind of sex, not just gay sex. He goes, yeah, I know. Does your parents know you are a gay? (laughs) I love this guy. (laughs) To be continued. Okay, great. I can't wait to get more of that. I love that he's like actively responding while we're on this podcast. Well, it's so interesting because um, it's it, we like our schedules work in a way where on my way home to work every day, he's on his way to bed, and then he sleeps for like six hours, and then I'm off work. 
Oh, perfect. Oh, it's insane. And I'll, he'll say, hi, how are you? I said, good morning. And he'll say, how do you know it's the morning? I'm like, because the last text you sent me was that you were going to go to bed. <laughs> it's, you know, 23 o'clock. Right. <laughs> <laughs> So do you do you know what he does for work? I was yes. gonna say how old is this? He guy? has he like... created a small he's thirty one. Okay. He created a small business um delivering clean water to families that don't have clean water. Oh, okay, cool. Well, that's dope. Where does he get the clean water from? I do not does know. He filter it himself? Um I don't know. Oh, well fuck. Find out. <laughs> Ask him after the gay conversation. He clearly gets it from the store, Adam. <laughs> clearly goes to Walmart, gets buys the water, water bottles, and then brings hikes it to up the, the price. Duh. No, that's so clearly not what's going on. <laughs> wow, this is—I never knew I would be so fascinated in this. This makes me want to get a pen pal across the world. Interpals.net, bruh. Can you choose the country, or does the country have to choose you? I mean, you can choose. I mean, anybody can write anybody. Can I shop for a fucking yes. pen pal? Uh-huh. Absolutely. Pic- Do you get yeah. pictures? You can. Yeah. You can say to only put um, ads with or. Uh, Profiles with pictures or profiles with text, and you can, can you block ask countries. For males yeah, you or can block females only. Yes, yes, yeah. absolutely. You can okay. choose age range. You can literally choose. I only want people from like Russia and America to contact me or to see my profile. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really cool site. That sounds I, amazing. I have a German pen pal that I've been speaking to for well, that years. <laughs> I'm a German pen pal, but I've been I've been talking to her for like she sent me remember she sent me Swedish chocolates once and for she Christmas. sent you a a mug that says now this is a beard yeah oh is that where you got that that's mug? where I got that I from use her. that mug all the time yeah I got that from her Matthew has no beard Funny. I do not have a beard <laughs> she sent like sweet she went uh, to I think it was Sweden or Switzerland. Sweden. And got uh, got a bunch of chocolates and sent me a bunch of these like li- like chocolates from there. Oh my god, it was the bomb as fuck, aren't they? Oh, they were so fucking good. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't know chocolate could be that good. It's intense. So rich. The chocolate over there is intense. Yeah. They have these ones that look like mouses. They're like, oh, what are they the size of? Mouse like. They're like if you took a fucking baseball and uh-huh. elongated it. Just okay. slightly, okay. They're big, they're <laughs> okay. fucking big, and they look like mice, like a mouse. Oh, funny in chocolate, and they have like a soft inside. And, hard, and they are they're from uh Belgium, I think. Interesting, my mom gets them sometimes. It was interesting, it, it, it was actually funny because I remember so she sent me a lot of dark chocolate stuff because I just prefer dark chocolate, but there were some chocolates in there that were milk chocolate now. Here in America, we love our milk chocolate. You know, usually if yeah, it's but chocolate, we have like waxy it's milk chocolate, chocolate here. Well, and that was just our it. chocolate doesn't melt so the way that one does. When when I ate it, when I bit into this piece of milk chocolate, I was you know I was expecting the milk chocolate taste that I know and love. Right. And I got something you know, much better, but very different. Yes. Very different milk chocolate. It's literally <laughs> like melted chocolate. It just yeah. it just dissolves into your mouth. It's great. Oh, it was Great. so good. I was like, oh, they know how to do chocolate. You can right find this shit online and it's totally worth it to ship it to you. Yes. Uh, I, fucking fantastic. I can attest to that. It is fantastic if you ever Ooh. find it. Uh, you guys can't see this, but Justin is furiously typing over here. Ooh. Just like a thousand miles an hour. Getting crazy I've there, had Justin. to like erase things and retype them just so I can put them in a way where they'd be really easy to understand. Right. So... That's probably where the furiosity <laughs> is coming from. How funny. Oh, well, we appreciate um, it. 
What was the name of the movie that we just watched this afternoon? Tucker and Dale versus Evil. Tucker and Dale versus Evil. (laughs) It's a great movie, isn't it? It's on Netflix, right? We watched it on Netflix? Netflix. It's on Netflix, folks. It is fucking hilarious. (laughs) Uh, It's your typical horror story, Uh except it's not scary. No. It's funny. And it puts horror stories into a whole new perspective. Yes, it's... It's just clever. It's clever. Literally, the moral of the of the whole movie is don't judge a book by its cover. That's yes. literally the moral yes. of the whole thing. And that it's is. just so today. That was like I think maybe the like fourth time I've watched that movie. Oh, wow. And I I don't know if it's a four time. I literally well. To be fair, they've all been very far and in between each other when I've watched them. Oh, okay. But like, it's one of those movies though where every time I do watch it, I always laugh, dude. I I just always <laughs> find very it funny, clever. no matter how many times I go back and watch it's it. It's essentially these two like hillbilly guys, mm-hmm. and they they are going out for a fishing trip to this cabin that they just bought. Uh-huh. And there's a bunch of college kids who are going out to have like a camping trip in the yeah. forest, right? And they meet up, and the whole movie is literally a big misunderstanding. <laughs> but the way the misunderstanding unfolds is exactly the way a horror movie unfolds. Yes. And it's very well done. It's it's hilarious. Yeah, if you guys ever want a good laugh, that's definitely a good movie to check out for sure. Dale and Tucker versus the world. If you, evil versus evil. If you could have a pen pal back on the inner pals thing, Matthew, where, who would you want to have a pen pal at? Like what country? Would you like to learn like the most about from somebody? Um, I don't know, somewhere in Europe, probably Italy, Greece. Greece would be a cool one. Mm. Um, I mean France, obviously, just because my family's from France. Right. But that's kind of boring. Uh, probably like either Italy or Greece would mm-hmm. be really cool. I feel like there wouldn't be too much of a language barrier. You know, a lot of those people speak English along with their that's language true. anyway. The French culture does not stand the probability of surviving um, for an, more than another 25 years. Why? Well, that's a hell of a statement. Why is that? Yeah. Um, unfortunately, okay, so in order for a culture to survive, uh-huh. there must be a ratio of 2.3 children per household, minimum. Uh, you've been watching a lot of videos about this yeah. lately. <laughs> 2.3 children minimum. Okay. Right now, the French are at 1.3. Oh, no. Okay? And they've taken in such a tremendous amount of refugees um, that, um, and their average ratio is 8.4. Whoa. Yes. So um, just based on the amount of, you know, Muslim children that are going to be born in France, um, it is technically impossible at a natural scale for the French culture to possibly live and that's not just the French culture that's uh, the German culture the um, whatever you call people from Belgium I have zero clue the Bel- Bel- Belgian 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 yeah Belgian culture yeah the Belgian waffle yeah <laughs> <laughs> so will I become a rarity am I going to become like more valuable because I'll be the last Frenchman probably not no I can't like sell my blood or my sperm. No. Why? Because we're rarer and rarer. Why can't I be like a bulldog and just 
sell my sperm across the ocean because people don't fucking French people. People don't purchase people because they are valuable. Well, if if we run out of a culture like the French or the Germans, I'm sure that we'll we'll use some drastic measures. I mean, isn't it possible though that these refugees could, or at least a lot of them, could very much assimilate to French? I mean, they could still. Why has this never happened before in history? Why has this not happened in a thousand years of Germanic culture and Frankish culture? Why is this the first time it's ever happening? Because uh, we live in a PC culture where people are afraid to say no or look at immigration as any kind of a real actual problem. They feel like it's racist if you look at immigration as a problem. So now you, you can immigrate and then you can outpopulate and you can not assimilate um, and to answer your question, why don't they adapt to French culture? Some of them do, but it's technically against their religion because well, all those things, you know, you can't. You just can't. Some well, people do. Well, like what? Aside from drinking alcohol. With women being allowed to, like, show their shoulders. Well, we're talking about, like, Sharia law right now, which is like a branch of the Muslim religion. But what about just... No, 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 peaceful no, no, no. Muslims. No, right exist. now we're not talking about Sharia law. We're not talking about terrorists. Oh, well, you specifically had said Muslim. Yeah, right. They are Muslim, but they're not terrorists. These are just the Muslim population. Right, but not, but not all Muslims believe in like the the degradation of women, though. Or, like well, degrading women. That's not like, necessarily that's like a branch of. Wait, how are we, why, why are we in degrading women? Oh, you mean you making them cover? No, yeah. no, not degrading them, but making them cover their bodies with a yeah, hijab. A, no, yeah, that actually is a part of just Islam. Uh, yeah, the women wear veils, yeah, yeah, yeah. shawls, or whatever. You can't. Yeah, you cannot show. And we're sure that they're going to force all the French people. I'm who not are sure of it, but Justin's to... pretty sure of it. What do you mean? I just don't want to go down on the internet as someone who's sure that the French culture is going to be gone in 25 years. Oh, there's... I'm not. Yeah, well, there's plenty Justin, of, of statistics on there. It actually was presented at the UN, the United Nations. Ooh. What did they do? Is there, there's obviously a resolution, right? They love resolutions. No. What do you mean, no? There's no resolution. That's their job. That's what they do. Exactly, but they have... To, admitting that that's an actual problem... The Germans will admit it. The Germans are all about keeping their culture going. They the love Germans will not admit it, actually. They're, They'll do something the, They're the biggest it. naysayers. No, they won't. I was gonna say, I they're getting they're... fucked the worst because they're still sucking the dick. Um, oh there's a lot of people in Germany that still do not think that there is a refugee problem or an immigration problem, but they're going to be bankrupt very soon because of it, for sure. I was going to say, But I they're think... the number one economy in Europe. But they've taken in the Eurozone. In, like, the most refugees. So how are they going to go think. bankrupt? Very easily. Okay, those services are made... They're kicking ass right now. What do you mean? Economically, they're kicking ass. So? So how are they going to go from that to bankrupt? It's like saying America's going to be bankrupt Very easily, if you years. don't... No, it's not because we're not taking in refugees. We're, be, we're balancing the people that we're taking in with how much we actually have to spend. I just don't understand why this would be the first time in history that Germany's just going to all of a sudden go bankrupt. I don't get it. Well, it was not why the first time in history. We had to help them rebuild. Well, they lost a war. Yeah. But they didn't just, on their own means, just go bankrupt. Oh, no. We never had this immigration crisis before. In all of history, we've In never had all of history, we've never had an immigration, immigration crisis. Pro- In all of fucking written Well, why don't history, you name one? Name me one. 
there had to be a mass migration. Well, you can tell me if you can during give me the Black one. Plague. I'm sure people were running all over the fucking place. Dude. Give me one, Matthew. I would I would venture to say the Black Plague had a lot of refugees. Well, how would people probably ran away from the plague? Well, how would you look up something like that? How how can we Google this? <laughs> I don't know we if have, there's even information written about tips. it. I'm just saying, in, in a thousand years of fucking medieval Renaissance, uh-huh. all that history, and mm-hmm. just in 2045, they're going to go bankrupt. Right. They've historically I, been a very strong culture. Right. But now we have an immigration crisis that nobody was ready for. They were the ones that decided it was important for everyone to take in refugees because they were way in over their head of what they could actually afford. So then all these other countries had to start taking in refugees as this clause, this equality clause that everybody must do their part because they're all one united nation. Okay, but then some of the nations were like, fuck you. And Germany couldn't say, yeah, fuck, fuck us. We're going to reverse any of this. They're going down the worst. They're, they're going to be fucked. Germany will not exist. What's the population of Germany? A lot. Adam, pull Google out. I got In the meantime, do we have right any now. updates on our... Uh... Germany's population is 82.79 million. Okay. So 80 million. Yeah. And where are the refugees coming from? They're coming from Syria? Um, Well, Syrian refugees have the priority. Okay. They get no matter what, 100%. Where else they come from? Libya? Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Iran. All over. Coming from Iran? Tons. I don't know if they can come from Iran. A lot of sanctions on Iran. People can take refugees from Iran. Yeah? Absolutely. I don't know if you're allowed to leave Iran. You're not allowed to leave... You can never leave if you're a refugee. You're escaping. Oh, okay. I guess you can escape Iran. Yes. Can we look up the the respective populations, please? Of what Germany versus what? Let's just go with Syria and Iran. Let's see what the populations of Syria, Syria and Iran are, please. Population is eighteen million. Okay. What's Iran? Twenty seven. That's the entire country, by the way. What's, Iran what's population Iran? is eighty one million. Okay. Same as Germany then. Mm-hmm. So how is 100 million people, if every single person in the entire country of all the two countries, all 100 million, went over, how are they going to outdo the amount of Europeans that are already there? There's more Europeans. Right. We're talking in like the next 25 years. So they would just reproduce faster it's than the Europeans? tremendously faster. More than so four times just faster. just reproducing more? Well, they'd have to. I mean, but that's the answer. We got to start. Start fucking. He's got to start fucking no Europe. So Europe, you no need to get control. at it. There's uh, only one population in America that has stopped the same thing from happening here. What is that? The Latinos. If we did not have the Latinos fucking like rabbits and having a tremendous amount of children, okay, right now um, we're at two point three. We're at the bare minimum that we would to, need like, to continue the the American culture. Okay. Meaning all the cultures that are willing to be here contribute and assimilate. Interesting. Just pretty much not Muslim. Very interesting. I believe I believe the math. I believe like the straight math of it. That's kind of cool that someone broke down the actual number that it takes to keep it going. Um I just think that, you know, obviously a lot of variables change throughout time. As people see a crisis, they tend to. I'm I'm trying to like find information about. I literally typed in like Germany migration crisis, and it's it's just one of those polarizing issues where you'll find some articles that say it's an issue, and then you have other articles that say it's not an issue. 
But I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the, the facts remain the same as far as like they let in one million people. Um, the prime minister at the time was chastised for doing so to where she basically had to like pull out like towards the end and was like, we're not doing it anymore. Um, a big chunk of them apply for asylum every year. They're having issues of where to put them and what to do with them and things like that. They've exhausted their public housing yeah. options completely. There's none. There's nothing left. Yeah. So it's, Also, a lot of European countries are already pretty dense, aren't they? Because they've been around for so long. There's not a lot of like open fields and area to build on in a lot of them. Is there? I cannot speak to like, that at all. If you wanted to move a million new people in, it would. I don't know that there's a lot of huge amounts of area. Right, no, I think taking... they've probably built on most of it by now. No, there's, you know what a, I mean? there's not. I remember when the the migration was first happening. They were actually, and this did anger me a little bit because they were actually interviewing the um, some of the um, immigrants, mm-hmm. and the immigrants were, you know, more or less complaining about you know, what they have to deal with there in Germany. You know, there's no place to house them. So they all kind of gave them like cheap sleeping bags type of thing and tents and stuff. And they all kind of, you know, have given them like numbers and, you know, these little like, you know, bullshit kind of sandwich things. And it, it angered me a little bit because you have these immigrants that were basically complaining like, oh, we're being treated like, you know, secondhand citizen or whatever it is, you know, whatever wording they use for it. And I'm like, well, you guys literally chose Germany to go for asylum and they, they said, okay. Yeah. You know, like how dare you fucking complain? You fucking asshole. Like go, go back to Syria. Then things were great there. Right. That's why you left. <laughs> no, you know, I mean, it's true. It's, so but, Poland told Germany, fuck you. Yes. I do remember. Yeah. They said, go fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. Germany says, no, we all have to take in refugees because we're all part of the UN. Mm -hmm. And he was like, bitch, you and Russia over there drinking champagne, we get some dirty ass water. Fuck you. Right. Sue us. What are you going to do? Italy recently rejected a boat of 600 plus uh, refugees that tried to dock in Sicily. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were like, nope, go somewhere else. So now there's this whole new debate going on as to we actually don't fucking have to do that uh-huh. i don't care who says you have to fucking do that which is good and bad it's good to be governing yourself and, and putting limitations mm-hmm. but it's bad because right now the eu is all each other really have against mm-hmm. this refugee crisis so why doesn't wouldn't it make more sense for the un to come together and and to say like, okay, we have this many immigrants, let's disperse them basically equally mm-hmm. out to everybody, so that everybody has enough that they, you know, not too much that they can't handle, and we have a place to put these families that are trying to. Why don't they do that? This stuff, yeah. That's what they're trying to do. They don't want to fucking do that because a lot of these places are like, we don't want any, because look what they're doing to your fucking country. So fuck yourself. Well, because that's but that's what they're doing to their country in great numbers, though. If you lessen those numbers and mm-hmm. disperse them equally amongst these different countries, yeah, but you shouldn't have to do it if you don't want to do it, and well, they don't want to do it. Yeah, everyone knows where the problems are coming from, right? So, if you hear that a hundred of somebody 
caused however much damage, are you going to agree to let only one live with your house, not a hundred of them? Right. No, you're going to say, fuck you, you were part of that hundred. We're not doing it. Right. No, I, I get the argument. It's just... I don't know. It's a sticky situation because at one at one point it's like, you know, good on Germany for taking all these people in, but they obviously bit off more than they can chew, and now both the German people and the immigrants are suffering for it. Mm-hmm. You know, if what you say is true about them going bankrupt, and then I feel like the problem would just be solved if everybody just took in little amounts. But like I said, I get the argument. Also, they're not the only country going bankrupt either. For because of immigrants, or just in general, Some, well, so related subjects. I mean, one of them was like, for example, Finland. I believe it is. Um, the the government resigned because it could no longer have a solution or a, any. Uh, what do you mean the government resigned? They're just like we're not gonna. Yeah, dude. Be a government till till further notice when they were having an election. Also, the country of Spain. Uh huh. Um, hasn't actually had a really working government recently, and its economy is going up. Another interesting choice. Okay. Dude, people just, countries sometimes just don't fucking have governments. So let me get this straight. (laughs) So this is such an issue to where the governments are just like, we fucking give up. Do it yourself, people. No, elect more people because we can't do this for you. That's what it is. But remember... It depends on your look where it's coming from, okay? Uh-huh. We can't afford the health care anymore. Okay. They're not saying we can't afford to give the immigrants health care. They're saying the health care situation in our country is such to where we can no longer pay for it. So it just depends on how you're looking at the problem, really. Wasn't a problem before. Right. Well, I'm... Not very well versed in this subject, mm-hmm. but just <laughs> from... From a humanitarian perspective, I just think everybody, I guess in a perfect world, everybody should just take in a little bit of them. And I feel like we'd all. Oh, I think so too. Campers, but. I think. I really. The thing is, people. People seeking refuge, right? What? What have we done with today? What do you mean, what have we done with today? We're having an important conversation. People who are looking for. Um, refuge uh-huh. who are scared uh-huh. should have should have safety right okay but when it's a tremendous amount of numbers you know you don't have the opportunity to properly just make sure everybody is vetted so that you are taking in the people that need the help right but it'd be easier for each of these individual countries to vet these people if they all had smaller amounts of people to go through and vet oh I agree Right. But you should be able to self-govern the point where you don't have to take anybody in. Who needs to be able to self-govern? Everybody. Your country. If you're part of the UN, you should have the autonomy to be able to say, we're not doing that. We don't want to do that. they're also part of the EU, which is like its own. Oh, I'm sorry. That's the one I meant. I've been saying the wrong thing. EU. So the EU votes on all kinds of issues. They have... They vote on their agricultural budget, mm-hmm. on how much deficit they're allowed to have in their trade budgets. They, uh-huh. That's the point of the EU is all those countries work together as almost, almost as if they were states in one big government. Right, exactly. So you don't have the autonomy 
because there is no European Union constitution that gives each state its own governing right, like in America. They vote together on issues. So, and the strong ones are supposed to make up the difference and protect the weak ones in that union. So, in the, so they don't get autonomy. So in the case of immigration, has a vote been reached and Germany's going against that vote? Is that what's Correct. happening? So the EU voted not to Correct. let immigrants in. No, no the EU uh, voted to let immigrants no, you're, in. Yeah, you're, so you're backwards. Poland's oh. the one. Oh, so everyone else is letting immigrants no. in. No, 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 no. There are plenty of countries that are not, but they're the ones that are the hot ticket item right now because um, they're just, they're taking such a harsh stand on it. But there's a plenty of companies. I mean, like Saudi Arabia doesn't take in any refugees. They're not part of the EU. Yeah. Okay. Plenty of countries, you know. But anyhow, yeah. They're it's also a, a kingdom with a king. Just saying. Saudi Arabia? Yes. What a sticky situation we're all in. <laughs> <laughs> I just, yeah. What's going on with the uh, text here? Yes. What did we get with that conversation? Okay, so <clears throat> he really is ha- having a hard time understanding that a gay person mm-hmm. is truly its own kind of person. It's not a variation of a normal person. So remember i said payment i have a hard time understanding that one okay let's yeah. read us through it walk us through it. payment can happen for any kind of sex not just gay sex and okay. he says yeah i know does your parents know that you are a gay i said yes they do i was scared to tell them but they are fine about it i am very loved then he asks do gays has wives and kids okay can they get married and have kids i said well they are gay so they probably have a husband, not a wife. And I said, some figure out later in life that they are gay. Sometimes this is after they have been married and have kids. That is never easy. Then this guy says back, no, I'm talking about doing gay and having family and wife and kids. So can you be gay and have, can like, you do both at the same time? Yes. Well, like, that would be called cheating. That would be well, adultery. Well, I said, oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> said, oh. Have you heard of the Bible, <laughs> Oh, okay, yes. I, then I, I said, it is not right. That is called cheating here in America. You should only have sex with your partner unless they say it is okay. And he says, I mean, you are a guy. Can you marry a woman and have kids? I, said, I think he means gay. You are a gay. Right. I said, it is legal, and most men do not have the ability, most gay men do not have the ability to be aroused by a woman. (laughs) You're like, it's legal, but I I wouldn't choose to. And then uh, I think this was the uh, friend zone here. Oh, let's talk some other time. I will get back to you. (laughs) Interesting. Maybe Maybe it's just too much information for him at once. Oh, yeah, maybe I have to go to work. You say you just woke up, right, when you got off? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he probably had to go to work. He's probably a busy man. It, he has a business to run. He does. It literally reminds me of all the questions that, like, my first gay friend that uh-huh. I had as, as like, a child or, or a preteen or whatever, and uh-huh. all the questions that I would ask. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just literally someone who's, like, never had the chance to talk to someone just openly about it because mm-hmm. we all ask the same dumb stupid ignorant questions right oh yeah when I we first, all do when i first started living with <laughs> justin los angeles i for sure did justin's very good about it too he's very uh patient 
About what? Answering questions about gay? Yes. Yes. Because everyone you meet who doesn't know always has the same stupid questions to ask. I don't mind the questions. They're good questions. That's why most people come to them. Uh, That's not something you have to deal with as a heterosexual person, though. No one ever comes up (laughs) and asks you 20 questions about being straight. straight. You never, ever (laughs) deal with that. But you literally have to deal with it, like, constantly. Yeah, but (laughs) I think... I personally feel honored to be the person to answer those questions, and I value my own opinion. Uh-huh. So um, <laughs> I'm really happy that my information and explanation it's is the one the getting one. out there. Honestly, yeah. that's true. That yeah. is true. Might so well I encourage it. I was the only um, gay guy in my frat. Mm-hmm. So... I got a lot of those questions daily, and it was funny because at first you had the bleeding heart liberals, right? Uh-huh. The liberal studies majors and stuff that wanted to come up to you and welcome you and explain <laughs> to you that they've had a friend also who was gay <laughs> and that they think it's amazing and that I bring so much more diversity and color to this house and like, whatever. Thanks. And then you have... What a time the early 2000s were. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And then you have the guys on the quite on the very very opposite spectrum, who kind of have that like, yeah, I'm fucking big guy around here. I don't give a fuck that you're different because you're nobody to me. And then they're the ones that get drunk and start like, all right, so just just tell me right now, okay? I'm drunk. I don't <laughs> tell give me a about fuck. the whole dick in the ass thing, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and really, like, bro. Bro, bro, you don't fucking like pussy. <laughs> like for real, you know pussy, that, bro. Come on, and you know that guy asking the questions has had a couple wet dreams about one of his frat brothers. You know what I oh, mean? Oh, for sure. Um, like, you know, okay. For some reason, that is a common thing. Like, you know, there's someone in there who, whatever. I find that the gay ones were really easy to spot. Mm-hmm. I ended up being very correct about everybody, especially you, John Roselle. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> first and last name and wow. everything. I don't care. Get them, boys. <laughs> Jesus. So fuck you. But anyhow, um, yeah, I mean, eventually they are. You know, I actually have a really funny, funny story like that. There was this one kid. He was just... Is it John Roselle? No, John no. <laughs> there was nothing great about John Roselle. Um, so, no. So this kid, he was lovely. Um, and he's doing good now. But anyhow, I could tell he was gay for sure. Uh-huh. You know, And he was so awkward. I didn't want him to be scared, right? Um, but sometimes I would get drunk. And I wouldn't like say anything mean to him or whatever. I'd say funny something funny like... Ain't no other motherfucking gay people allowed around here. I'm the token in this bitch. So if y'all are gay, get the fuck out, right? Uh It's just stupid shit like that. Not actually wanting anybody who could possibly be gay to get the fuck out. Uh I was just asserting my place, you know, where it's an insecure time for everyone, those (laughs) 18 to 23, okay? Got a a, dominance. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) So there was a kid, this guy. One night, um, 
he was talking to a, one of the sorority girls in his room. I could hear him telling her that, like, he's gay and he doesn't know what to do. And I'm just thinking, you poor fucking kid. You don't think people all know you're gay. You don't think your parents know you're <laughs> oh, gay. Oh, like everybody knew. It wasn't just you. Oh, oh one of those. Of course. Oh, like, no. when he first, you know, joined, everyone's like, so do you think he's gay? I'm like, he is, right? You're like, he is, right? <laughs> I'm like, oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> and it, it blew my mind that once you got really acquainted that he wasn't already, like, out. That's how, uh, that's how you know, right, obvious right, right. it was. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, I approached him about it. And I'm like, dude, I'm not going to even lie. I was listening to you talk to this person. And sure, he just went white as a ghost when that was said to him. <gasps> yeah. yeah. And I'm like, so dude, talk to me. Like, I feel like if there was anybody that you'd want to be a, res- uh, a resource, it'd be me. Uh-huh. I'm, I was literally in your position, uh-huh. except... I was already out. Right. <laughs> and so he told me how scared he was of me. And he thought that I'd banish him from the fraternity because that, that time when I was drunk and this, this, that, and the other. And I'm thinking, fuck, like, am I really that intimidating? I try really, really hard Sometimes, to feel yes. opening and loud. loving yeah. and and nurturing to people. And if then someone I tr- isn't very confident in themselves, you could be a little intimidating. For sure. Well, that's too bad because I really did not ever want that to be the, the impression that I gave somebody. Well, and I, I think most people that might be their first impression of you, but once they get to know you, I think they know better. Oh yeah, but, yeah, you don't mean. But like as as somebody who no. was gay and was scared about coming out of the closet and then seeing you like behave that way, I could definitely understand being intimidated by that for sure. So, did you become like his gay sensei? Um, at that point, I didn't think that somebody who he thought was very intimidating would be the best person to try to be his gay sensei. But, um, he did want to (laughs) know, sorry, mom, (laughs) where to find sex, because he knew that I knew how to do that. (laughs) (laughs) You're very good at that part. Oh, aren't we? I am retired from that. I'm I'm very very happily involved. Glad, was... glad to hear it. Good to hear. Good to hear. <laughs> you know, you had a good career. You were an all star. Yeah, uh, we met a lot of men together. <laughs> we met a lot of men. Together. <laughs> Man, burn, burn, baby, burn. Oh God, we but should yes, put an we end did. to this train wreck before it just. It's, it can't Lord, go any further. Crazy. It can't. We all got to know each other a little bit better we now. Go, oh, Lord. That's what this first hundred episodes is all about, really. Just get right. to know us. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll update you on what happens with my friend from Kenya. If yes. we have any fans Please left do. after this, we'll talk to you tomorrow, guys. We'll, yeah, we'll see you later. If you were offended by any of my comments, hashtag me too. Hashtag, oh. We've already hashtag me too before. That's my thing. I do oh. it literally every time I'm here. Okay, I love it. Mama son always hashtag me too's. Is that why she? She does it? Yes. Oh, <laughs> she does. I so love that. I hope she was offended so we can see her hashtag oh, me too. God. Well, All right. I'm just kidding, Mama Th- Wrap this up, Adam. Thank, Make, put thank it to you. Thank you so much for listening to today's <laughs> podcast, guys. It was it was a great one. All I will say is sorry. That's all. Don't you be sorry. We're young, dumb, full of opinions. Damn straight. We tell so, them right from the beginning. I tell people to get the fuck over it all the time on the podcast. So get the fuck <laughs> over it. And uh, thank you so much for listening. Get the fuck over it. But thank you so much for listening. Uh, remember, you can follow us on all the social media platforms. We do have a Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash hardly millennial. And dare I ask, what, any final thoughts, Justin? 
Hashtag me too. Any final thoughts, Matthew? Dear God, I love you guys. I love I'll you, see you guys tomorrow. too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.